Hey guys, welcome to Two Broke for Therapy, a podcast where we are not therapists and we gather each and every week to talk life, love, and everything in between. I'm sitting here with Trevor Powers. Hello, hello. How's it going, buddy? Uh, it's oh. going okay. Oh, classic. Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> when have I ever answered differently? It's the beginning of May. It's the second. We just paid rent for the second time yeah. in our new house, which is where we're sitting right now. Obviously, I think we were still inside of Studios when we recorded the Lewis episode. We were. We were indeed. We were about to move. I think maybe the next day even. It was like the week before. Yeah. So we have a new house, Sad Boys Mansion, Casa de Duende, you know, Two Broke for mm. Therapy... Uh, incorporated I don't yeah, know incorporated no no no, no. we're not, <laughs> not running business out of here fuck that two broke for therapy uh, the two broke for therapy co-op yeah there we go the co-op I'm, a, I'm more into the cooperative <laughs> mindset uh, but yeah we're in the new house it's been a transitional period for us so that's why you haven't heard anything from us yeah absolutely we're apologetic about that but also we Let needed us to do, do it, us, man. Yeah, we needed to do it, and we finally got a better setup. We have our own like little studio setup. We all have our own room. Yes, we are recording live from the studio, and it is uh, a room in the house dedicated to all of our creative musical endeavors. Uh, yes, we got and the recording decks, We got the KRKs knocking. We got the audio interface, baby. We're podcasting. Oh yeah, we got the whole view of the bay in front of us too we've got a beautiful window in you here can you can see the ocean literally the see the ocean sutra, sutra tower, tower. Ooh. Ooh, the favelas of ingleside they they be they've been falling down cascading like beautiful, beautiful i can see stones. stonestown galleria Ooh, I can and see that and most importantly if you look real hard you can see the Taco Bell on Ocean. Oh, yes. The lethal Taco Bell. I had a triple-double crunch wrap supreme from there just to Scumbag. say I've had one. It was terrible. Okay. It was all sauce. Yeah. Like, terrible. <laughs> anyway. But <laughs> enough about Taco Bell talk with Steve. This has been a interesting month. We've all had to go the ups and downs of living together. We're still trying to figure it out. You and Sam obviously have lived together before, so it was an easier transition. I'm still dealing with... Uh, Adjusting to other people than a seven-year-old Asian couple. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That is a completely different lifestyle. Yeah, and I you're allowed to like, you have more say in what goes on and stuff, exactly. and that's like a that's a weird power to have when you never had it in your entire life. It, like truth, like it's getting used to, you know, the nuances of you guys, and that's fine. I just have to ride the wave of that. I'm not used to that, and yeah. this is the first time I've we're ever figuring it out. Yeah, it's... so I think that. We took a lot of time to figure things out, but I'm glad that we're kind of all getting on the same page and syncing up, and we finally have enough uh, brain width, if you will, to put forth on the podcast, put forth on... Uh, not yet, dude. School is... School is school picking up for I got you, two huh? more weeks of school before well, I have my brain width. Well, 
as soon as we all get our brain with synced up, this place is about to be bullin'. We're gonna have a uh, housewarming party soon. We're gonna have um, you know a little T-Pow birthday fiesta. I'm yeah, gonna make some corn. Up. I budgeted out of the corn today. I'm almost 24. Yeah, I know. I'm almost dude. 25. May is a is a good month usually in our friend group. A lot of just because we're celebrate. all birthdays in May, yeah. pretty much. What's nine months from May? Would it be like before April, March, February, January, December, December November? October, September, September, August. So our parents must have been fucking in August, right? Something like it. Wow, dude. I guess it is the uh, the time to be fucking. <laughs> and, th- and this week we had on... Uh, Neil Lockwood. Legend. Legend, yes. A Huntington Beachhead. Um, and one of like my oldest friends. Probably the person I've known the longest that I still keep in uh, touch with. He it's weird a, that I met him the same year you met him. Yeah, exactly. He uh, just randomly met one day, senior year of high school. And, you guys uh, go into that for sure, I think. Yeah, it was a pleasure to have him on. We've been uh, thinking about having him do it for a long time. He's a stand-up in Orange County trying to figure out uh, what's going on with that scene. He also does it in L.A. and stuff. We, we talked some comedy stuff on there. Uh, he was up in the Bay visiting. He was up in the Bay visiting his girlfriend, so we finally got a chance to really lock him in. He's got an, a very unique voice, uh, both uh, with the timbre and actual sound of his voice, but I'm mostly talking about just his mindset, the things that come to mind with him. He's a really unique guy, and that's sort of why I love uh, keeping him around, and I really hope that uh, you guys enjoy him too. I know I had a blast. Love talking to Neil. Definitely stoked that he, you know, outside of the lady friend, Lewis was one of the first people to stay here. Yeah. Definitely the first person from out of town to yes, come up and yes. stay. Neil Lock- yeah, he is the first out of town guest. And that was great. Integrated himself into the household pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. He he know- he got on real well. Uh, the only regret that Drink I have is that we didn't have uh, uh, an acoustic guitar for him to record a song next time. I, I want to build the instrument game up. You yeah, know how no, hard we, is it to get an acoustic guitar? You gotta be able, fifty bucks, dude. Most, you get a good dude. cheap one. You know, bam, Yamaha. Bam, bam. Yeah, I don't know shit, how, to, how to play it. Yamaha. <laughs> Shout out to Yamaha. I love Neil. I love you. Thank you. I'm very glad that the I podcast both of you is back. Too. Thank you. I think we recorded this right around. This was like the this. last week of April. No, it was like three weeks ago. So it was mid-April. Was it four twenty? It was, was it the week bef- it was like the week okay. before 420. It was like beginning of April even. We recorded this in the middle of April, so this has been a while for us to get to. I had to edit the podcast, obviously, and we had to wait on Sam's mix. And like I said, we've been going through a lot of stuff uh, transitionally, so it's taken a second. But if it seems a little dated, that's why. But I don't think it does. I don't no, think we really uh, talk about the current happenings in the world. When do we? You guys sent a bunch of questions, so thank you so much. You can always do so at twobrokefortherapy.com slash submit. You can always send a question to the podcast Twitter at TBFT Podcast. And thank you for everybody that's listened and submitted questions, and we hope to keep going. I know we have a couple of guests lined up. I'm excited to get back to the podcast. I'm going to actually release a couple of vlogs this week as well. We're about to grind. Yeah, so check out the YouTube Two Broke for Therapy channel as well. Uh, we have one where we get pupusas with Sam. We Move is going to be a vlog, oh, too. Oh, I want to see that yeah, one. It's gonna yeah, be, it's actually super good. And also, Alex Gemetti's birthday, I kind of combine that with the Pupusa vlog, yeah, cool, kind of cool. give an update on what's been going on. So, I hope you guys enjoy it. The movement, as always, too broke for therapy. We Trevor, love you. Let's uh, let's dive into the song. Let's get to the episode. Let's get these people to know Neil. Let's share the Lockwood experience. That's the my purpose in life. Let's is to share the Lockwood experience. Hey, 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 hey! Are you even paying attention to me right now?
not none of us. <laughs> uh, maybe who knows? I m- I saw that guy eating I know pizza you're listening once. out there, baby. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's got a good uh Apple Radio show called I don't know something hour the Panic Hour. But he had the guy on that runs the Seinfeld 2000 page on Twitter. Oh, that's a and they talked classic. like premises of possible episodes that they would do now, and uh, it was a pretty good episode. Definitely recommend that. Escada, Scott, Scott up, Scott up. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Two Broke for Therapy, a podcast where we are not therapists, and we gather each and every week to talk life, love, and everything in between. And this week, we are sitting in our new house, the new studio, Casa did one day, Sad Boys Mansion. Okay. That's what I think the people are officially labeling it. I but mean, I Casa did one day could be us. Hey, if we have the Wi-Fi network, Duende, then we might have a real fighting cause for that name. You know? No, I, I've, I've, oh, Lewis, I've, no, I've given up on it. I just. You know, I, I like it's it. A, it's a L- fun bit. Lewis is in the building. We got to get Lewis uh, to show us how to change our Wi-Fi stuff. Oh, oh wow, he's gonna try to do it. We got the IT guy up from Palo Alto. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's dialing us in on the Wi-Fi. <laughs> Taking a break from Stanford Robotics <laughs> yeah, uh, to work on the uh, Wi-Fi passwords of the neighborhood. But yeah, we're sitting here today with a good old pal, someone who came up. To uh, see us, well, not to see us, no, but stopped, really, but, <laughs> but to stop by, <laughs> stopped by the the new he's pad. Up here and yeah, yeah. By. He's he's here, been here for a couple days, and we're glad to have him on. This has been a podcast, so we wanted to record for a while, right, Trevor? Like since you've been a, a host for sure, we've oh yeah, 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 a top yeah. definitely. I I remember like before I moved up here and we started doing this podcast, I actually did like a test run of my own thing back home, and me and Neil Lockwood recorded. I, I want to listen to that. A fucking amazing episode. Not to uh, <laughs> talk about a thing that nobody else is going to hear uh featuring the man that's on this podcast but uh it was wild and uh i just knew that he'd be a, a good have unfortunately we don't have a guitar here because uh we've got the bass man's there. a musician uh well, wrote some good songs i'm saying all that to say this welcome one of my best friends neil lockwood thanks for neil lockwood good there. intro let's all good touch to fists give me that Ooh, fist oh let's oh, fist yeah. it up try fist try fist try fist baby that's, that's how we do that sad voice fistas. mansion Yes, ooh, the commitment to the name. Yeah, no, the I, brand is officially... No, like I said, <laughs> I, I've given up on Casa de Duende, but I still think it's a fun bit. We're recording right now in the den. The, the stew. The breakfast room. The breakfast room. Weird thing. Uh, that's pretty much just a like more casual Is that room. a thing? I've never heard of that before. It's, it's, you know, our house was built in, what, the 50s? It's got to have, like, that kind of uh, that kind of breakfast... You know, we got a large window in the studio. We oh, can overlook yeah. it. Basically, Sutra the entire tower I'm looking right at. I see the ocean. I mean, I'm just view. trying to brag to everybody that we glowed up. So yeah, all dude, you haters, this suck is no my <laughs> dick from the back. Yeah, this isn't on Periscope, but uh, you can Periscope my dick. We have a beautiful vista or yeah. a fista, as I like to call it. That's yeah. So Neil, welcome to the podcast. We're glad to have you here. Yes, bro. Yeah, How has uh, your time me. in the Bay been? I mean, it's the first time you've come up. So I want to know from your perspective, like, how different is it up here than it is where we're all from, Southern California, and also just, like, you know, L.A., you've lived there for a while and stuff like that, too. Yeah, like, right off the bat, San Francisco's the craziest, most interesting place I've ever been. Like, yeah, yeah, hands sure. down, no contest. You guys tried to warn me a bit, but, like, I was like, oh, I lived in L.A. and Hollywood. Like, I know what crazy, but uh-uh. Yeah. You see, the thing is, like, L.A. crazy... It's more scattered, 
You know, yeah, like, there's pockets and yeah. well-labeled pockets of uh-huh. crazy. Yeah, but like you can you can go all day and avoid the crazy yeah. if you know like where you're going and what you're trying to do. But I feel like here they're so intermittent. Like that's not a word, but I feel like they're so <laughs> integrated into like there's people that are well dressed, like dressed better than I am, but they're shouting at a light post, and it's like. <laughs> How did you get so far, dude? What did, <laughs> what did you do? To, when did this happen? Yeah, I sent Neil on a like mission to just walk down Market Street to the mission, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, you're going to see things once you go like five blocks that way that you probably never experienced. But yeah. just charge it. You're going to be safe. Go for it. I was I was safe enough most of the time. The, <laughs> most, the most scared I was, the, the only time I was actually scared, really, uh, this like four foot lady made a charge at me. <laughs> Ooh, you know, you never know when they be coming. <laughs> and my heart stopped. I was like, not prepared to hit an old lady. So none of us are usually. I'm just glad it stopped there. She was just checking me out, I guess. Yeah, and then the tents were. That's you, not illegal. You went to Dolores Park. You drank some beers there. You had a real, uh, a real nice day. It was. Be- it's a yeah. beautiful weekend to come and visit. Yeah, too. it really has been. It has been. It's been sunny the entire time, which I hear doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it hasn't so. lately, for sure. For an extended period of time. Yeah, it was rainy. Yeah. You know, my mom's come to visit us uh, up here a couple times um, recently, and I think the last two years that she's come to visit, she has not once had a sunny day. Damn. It is always raining when she's here. We had one nice day when she was here this past time. Yeah, I was about to say. I think when we but went that was the, first, the time. first time. Yeah, yeah. We moved, so me and Trevor have spent a lot of time in Ikea <laughs> the past couple uh, weeks. Yeah, it's uh, the duality of, of, you know, just the, ex- you know, uh, 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 emotions that you go through in Ikea the, the first half in the showrooms everything's nice and pretty you're having fun you know yeah the first like you're testing it out then you yeah. go, you do, you walk you literally go down the escalator into hell you're in the warehouse and it's just kumite dude yeah, the first like hour at a Ikea is always fun you know go get the meatballs we ate pretty deep we went pretty hard at the Ikea food court yeah, shout out to that. the Nordic pear uh, sparkling, sparkling water, water. I'm about it yeah it was, it was good. good it was delicious um, but yeah we committed we went for it Hell yeah, baby. It was fun. Shouts out to mom. Shouts out to Debbie. Debbie, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the real Sig head. The original Sig head. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, shouts out to my mom. I love you. Shouts out. Mama. So yeah, Neil, our show's pretty much structured like this. We do kind of a on some real shit segment, which is just getting stuff off your head. Anything that you've observed the past couple days that you... uh, really want to speak out upon and then we ask you five quick questions and it's something called type five and then we kind of just dive into a couple of listener questions and i know you brought a question as well and we'll do that and then jump into a fresh little xander wave mix you know recorded in the new house he's got those deep guttural bass levels baby yeah (laughs) the wood panels make the beat sound so warm the wood panels make this look like the most legit studio. When I when I'm when I'm looking out the window, I feel like I'm in an old boat. Like I feel like I'm on on a dock. <laughs> like just being For uh, real. You know, I'm at Job's place from Arrested Development, just kind of uh, overlooking uh, the beautiful Newport Bay. Out. Yeah, I'm a big. Uh, you kind of look. You kind of look like. Uh, you kind of look like Will Arnett a little bit. I can see I'm it. Dude. Yeah, that's a huge compliment. Hey, I married love Amy Poehler. Will Arnett. Yeah. yeah. And then Amy Poehler and him got divorced, and then Rip. Amy Poehler dated. Nick Kroll for four years. Wow. That's wild. I actually didn't know Wild, that. right? Shouts out to Nick Kroll. Hey. Trevor, just because you know I love it when <laughs> you go first. Why don't you go first on this one? On some real shit, man. I got a paper. 
How many pages, baby? Uh, well, it's supposed to be like ten. I'm gonna show up with like nine. Ooh, a hard it's nine. It's a rough draft. <laughs> An under asked, <laughs> and I've already written two, but I'm stressing out. I basically have all, all day tomorrow just to double spaced. No, actually not. Oh, brutal. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> big say, research paper. Put? It's like the only grade wow. in this class. It's, it's it's pissing me off. It's uh, I mean, I'm just gonna get it done back against the wall, yeah, yeah. like uh, references, table of contents, oh, all of that. Yeah, yeah, but that doesn't count to the page count, baby. I know, I know, I know. Uh, I wish. Oh man, school is fucked up, man. I don't we know. live close enough. To we it. live close enough. Yeah, I'm just gonna kick it at the library. Um, and we're in like a honeymoon phase of the new house, so we're like, you know, coming downstairs, eating chips all night, yeah, and stuff exactly. like that. It's like I, can't, I mean, I could do homework here, but. Yeah, there's so many other things I I have on on decky out yeah, here. A lot I of got, types of chips to eat. Who I got Persona Five. Oh yeah, yeah. On some real <laughs> shit, you've been spending like a lot of fucking time <laughs> playing that. Yeah, actually, on some real shit, I'm changing it. On some real shit. Shouts out to all my gamers out there. You know what I'm saying? This is true <laughs> gaming hey. hours. I've been a game head for the past week, dude. I I recently purchased uh, Persona Five. Something I've been waiting four or five years for. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say on some real shit. Shouts out to all my gamers. Keep yep. bigging up. You know, they're trying to hate on us. You know, the, the people are out there oppressing uh, <laughs> all the gamers. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, fuck it. You don't get it. You don't game. Just just stay strong, bros. I know we've got the IT guy in here, but uh, you've done a great job at setting up the uh, Wi-Fi network. We've got beautiful Wi-Fi. Yeah. I, as, as a game I head, take, too. I take pride in that. I, I really am yeah. proud of the uh, the good internet we've been able to achieve here. Because I was extremely stellar. immersed. I was extremely immersed in uh, Battlefield 1 last night. I was in World War 1, baby, and I was not lagging. Austria-Hungary? Who are you Ooh, playing? I was, uh, I was on the Ottoman Empire, baby. Oh. Woo! That's pretty sick. Yeah, it was like a nice desert locale. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Ooh, that's exactly yeah. how the game sounds. Yeah. Oh, that's how the same game actually sounds. It's a lot of like real murder. <laughs> yeah, it's like they it really is. went realistic on it. It's like a shovel in a guy's skull, and you have to like watch his like life leave his yeah. eyes. And then there's a guy just on fire, like oh, that's, that's way too intense for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing a game right now where you fight demons and kiss anime girls. That's like way more my speed, personally. Yeah, well, this game is very historically based on that. You know me, I'm a big uh, World War One fan. Um, yeah. I think it's a it's a cool fucking time in American history. And also, the best part about it is I turn the sound off and then I'll listen to like a podcast or some you know ska. So it's a fun time. Yeah, you know you you know Battlefield One. Some ska. Uh, yeah. Oh, a tank. Bump, bump. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all about it. Um, Neil, do you have anything that you would like to share on some real shit? Some real shit, man. I would like to do some comedy in San Francisco. That you guys should do it tonight. Dope. We can, we can definitely make so that I'm happen. Gonna comedy bureau oh. that shit up. Yeah. See where to go. But I'm kind of getting tired of the comedy scene. Maybe it's just Orange Counties, which is why. That's I why I, I believe that, dude. Because the whole Orange County comedy it scene sucks. It's a bunch of people jerking each other off and everything. You hey, know? that actually sounds like a great it's time. Not, if you ask me. Dude, it's the worst as long time. as it's mutually like you know consensual. i was lightly involved in that scene for a little bit and yeah i there's nothing there's you know nah. you're not going anywhere <laughs> everybody shows beach. up and then everyone goes outside and smokes cigarettes and tries to yell their joke the loudest into a group of people oh, yeah it's yeah a bit, that would actually bit. like yeah. piss me off it does <laughs> it's and have then, a real conversation and then there's people you realize that have like clout and then everybody's 
always laughing at their jokes, even if it's the same joke some other dude couldn't yell loud enough because it's all the same And it's shit. just like nothing's worse than a group of motherfuckers that think they're funny. Like, yeah, they all think they're funny, they and they're not. all trying to like they, be funnier yeah. than each other, and it's just like, fuck you guys. You it's know? the worst. You're, like you're trying too hard. And you fuckers know who you are if you're listening to this shit. <laughs> Shots fired. I know they, they are. We're very and, big in Orange County. And you yeah. know you're if you're fucking cool too. So yeah. fuck around, you know? It's uh it's definitely Yeah. That's why I didn't have any interest in that area anymore. It's 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 a you. it's a very uh, you know, drought riddled place with humor and a lot of the people that have done comedy in the Orange County, at least the Huntington Beach, Costa Mesa scene. Have been there for quite some time. I mean, I've had some great. No, there's shows good people. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's it's good not even spots. That. It's just like if I've had, you know, like I've packed the harp out before, and it was just like a killer to fucking. Once you get on a groove and a set, it's like there's nothing the, better. There's nothing better, but it's like just, heroin, attention heroin. Yeah, but the thing is, you only get like five minutes at a time. That's sweet, and you sweet age. Wait and wade through the bullshit with a bunch of fuckers. You yeah. don't usually like. Very Not to much. spoil, but shut that type five. Yeah. yeah, doing some uh, doing comedy and then, but yeah, doing comedy is definitely like you know I've never done heroin, but it's like you get one good set and then you're like, whoa, yeah. and then it's like the next like three weeks you're looking for a good set and then you just keep getting that shitty dope and then the next thing you know you find like that beautiful beautiful H that sweet black tar and you hit it into your vein and you're like I'm still gonna do it because there comes a point where you're just like oh man this heroin's killing me. Yeah, you got And the thing is, you got to keep doing more and more, too. You know, you start off in like a little room's okay to kill in, but then you want to kill in a bigger room and a bigger room. And it just takes more and more shit, you know? I completely agree. Um, well, we'll get into that in some tight five because I definitely want to bring up, you know, what you're talking about in comedy. I don't think a lot of people obviously know that Neil does stand up in the Los Angeles, LA. Obviously, that's the OC. same thing. <laughs> OC yeah. scene. But. Yeah, because well, that's one of my questions I have on this little post oh, cool, that I've cool. had in my wallet for a couple of days. On some real shit, outside of the uh, the <laughs> outside of the conversion <laughs> of sparkling water yes. and a delicious mint smoothie I just had, which on some real shit was delicious. Oh, um, I just want to say, you know, I my life just like everyone else's lives goes up and down like a roller coaster. People are happy, people are sad, people are like on the way up, and they can feel the ex- the like ascension, and some people can be constantly feeling the drop pit feeling, but um, I would definitely say I'm at a very happy place. It takes a while for me to find these like pockets of time where it's just bliss, um, where it kind of is also recognized by other people. You know, uh, Trevor can admit to this. We have a reputation of being, you know, quote unquote sad boys. Hence the name of this house. It's but pro- self-proclaimed reputation. Yeah, yeah, probably. yeah. Well, no, but some, you know, we get asked if we're okay a lot. Yeah, probably more yeah. than the average person. Sure. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> so, absolutely. That's, yeah. So when people, uh, <laughs> so when people come up to me and they're like, "Yo, you're killing it. Like, you look really happy and stuff." It's because I am. So I, I yeah. know that this isn't going to be like a how I feel in a month or something like that. Maybe at least not like as happy, but. We've done a big shift change, you know, we've got this house which is killing it for me. I, I've had so much fun putting it together and hanging out with the guys like, you know, my outside responsibilities of this house when it comes to work and stuff have only diminished slightly because I've been so like stoked to put this part of my life together. Yeah, actually, that's a, that's a good point. Like, that's probably why I had such a hard time thinking of some on some real shit because like. I'm pretty happy right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm actually doing pretty good. Yeah, this house is the house is sick. Yeah, it's killing it. You know, my uh, personal life, relationship-wise, has been very uh, great the last couple months, and yeah, everything's just come together, and it's like you know, I'm peaking. 
I'm peaking. I'm tripped out. You know what's next, baby? That sweet, sweet valley. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We're unless unless down. all of a sudden, like you know, I break my leg, I slip in the kitchen and can't work and like lose all my money. Like that's fine. But you know, something that I'm not that stoked for will happen soon that I am aware of. But at the same time, I'm prepared for that, and I'm looking forward to spending time with you guys. And yeah, on some real shit, I'm just really happy, and I feel like that's something that we don't really say on the segment of the podcast. Definitely not, not at all. <laughs> but I definitely wanted to, you We've know, gone soft. go go positive on this one and just say, you know, as I could speak for the whole Two Broke for Therapy family, we're definitely uh, happy right now and, uh, yeah, having a great time. So let's um, keep on shots, rocking in the free shots. world. Also, um, five more days till 420. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> let's do this. This is actually a good segue. That was a great, great <laughs> fucking segue. Let's do type five. I have two questions that I would love to ask Neil and then Trevor if you have any off the top of your dome uh, that you want to think of while I'm doing these go for it and we'll do the comedy bang 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 but bang, bang, bang. I'll cut that whole little explanation but wow, type wow. five Neil number one you know you are a man you're you're a big kush man you you claim oh, yeah. the weed you you know are public about the weed you know as mo- most of people oh, most of I'm high baby you know? yeah. <laughs> um, as most people are Right now, because of the whole, you know, recreational law that passed in California and all this stuff, I'm actually curious to ask your opinion because I've been thinking about this concept for quite some time. When do you think it's going to be, like, socially acceptable or, like, something people aren't afraid to claim on the Internet or anything like that? Because, you know, a lot of people obviously do smoke pot, but some people don't post about it or care about it. And not like, you know, they're going to be, like, ripping a dab and be like, yeah, Instagram! But at the same time, it's like, when are people going to casually be open about, you know, even talking about it with their boss? Like, how we would do a glass of wine, right? Like, when yeah. when, are, when yeah. are we going to be able to go out with a group of people and actually use it recreationally instead of just being like, oh, now we can smoke it without getting in trouble? Yeah. I think that's going to depend a lot on a region where you're at. Like, it's going to start here. Well, no, here, that's it's the thing. Like it's already, already that's why I like here. it up yeah. here is because it's like a social norm. I'm wondering when it's going to become a social norm. In, like, in like Orange County? No, no, in Orange County, like in the in state Orange of California. County? Like, when is it going to be chilled out? Yeah, basically in Orange County. I when mean, When is the, the regulation I mean, going to... The oppressors like it, will stop. It's As like the, it is already, but it's not still. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty open about my weed usage, even at, at my job, really. Yeah. I would smoke out back, with, and, like, I'd smoke with my manager, one of them, and she's like, massage maybe is just yeah, super you're a massage chill. therapist, yeah. I so, mean, it's by definition pretty right? chill, right? Like, yeah, it's, that, my job is to chill you out, so, like, it would help if I was music. chill, too, you know? I'm into that for sure. So I feel like it depending a lot of that's gonna depend what you're doing. Like if I knew my brain surgeon was smoking a lot of dope and shit, I'd probably be a little worried. Yeah, dude. You, how man? You've been going to brain surgery a lot recently. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for the listeners, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> they just picture you with like a bunch of scars all over your head. Your voice <laughs> can definitely kind of like propose that concept. <laughs> yeah. like, like this guy's been uh, in a hospital bed for the last four days. Um, basically, uh, that's what that's what vodka does. Felt though. like I I drank. I started out the night drinking a little bit of vodka and a mixed drink, and I ended it just straight chugging vodka, and it never <laughs> ends. Twenty good. minutes before you went to bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was my nightcap. Was about a uh, half a pint <laughs> of vodka. <laughs> well, that was a. We had a great night last yeah, night. We had a yeah, beautiful night. Went to the bar. Yeah, you, you're you're giving them the rundown. I don't mean I don't need to repeat. So my second uh, type five question for you is going to be, you know, you've done comedy, right? So like, 
I, I'm just interested to know, obviously, you're from our hometown, for people that don't know. We're all from the Huntington, Beach. Huntington, yeah. Beach. Huntington Beach. Huntington Beach. Well, actually, man's from Monrovia. I claim Huntington just Shouts out to much, the foothills. Though. I grew up. Yeah, I, was, I only knew you as a Huntington yeah. Beach kid, so all Glendora. for me. Glendora. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love it. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I would say... I'm I'm glad that you were in that scene. I did that a little bit, obviously, before I moved up here. That was one of the leading factors for me moving up here. Uh, so I was so over. I'm, I tell people I moved here for three reasons. One, it was a drought in the Orange County scene when it came to uh, relationships and friendships and stuff like that for me. I feel like I had hit my ceiling. I wanted to expand. Um, outside of that, Golden Boy Pizza is number three. Yeah. And then to escape the Orange County like drudge comedy scene and try to do something more similar to that up here, yeah. which, you know, ha- has a whole different spin story out the tail of that one. But for you, coming like up in that scene and like still kind of being there, you know, I'm wondering, obviously you spoke on this before, that you've noticed the like kind of cap that you can hit, the like ceiling that you could hit in that kind of community. Um, yeah. And yeah, just how's it been lately and, and why comedy? I guess that's my thing. How did you get started in doing all this kind of shit? Well, I got started doing it. I was sitting at my dining room table at my dad's house with Trevor. And mm. I told Trevor a joke. I said I tried to get a driver because I get road rage, but I couldn't afford it and got a nine iron instead. Boom. <laughs> Man's career was born. And Trevor said, that's a good joke. Who wrote that? And I was like, oh, I wrote that. And then I looked up an open mic. (laughs) And then I went to an open mic. And I was was at the Harp Inn, Costa Mesa, my fucking one and only. And uh, I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to be famous in two weeks. (laughs) All of these guys (laughs) suck. But like, well, not all of them. And I was just being cocky and dumb. But like, nope. Three years later, you know, probably moved backwards in the last year. Yeah, I've been doing this shit, man. I hate it. (laughs) Well, (laughs) (laughs) like, I can't stop it. Yeah, Trevor, uh, you made Trevor go up and do some. some No, he didn't make me. Oh, you did, yeah. Uh, But I I couldn't handle it, dude. I don't like being up on stage. I don't. I I don't know. I can't like write shit, you know. <laughs> That's the thing. You have to like write shit. I can't. I have yeah. no discipline like that, you know. It is. I have like nine or ten notebooks from when I was right, just like composition notebooks. I always say comedy's like ninety percent avoiding writing and ten percent actually writing. Yeah. It's like you know, if you have a good idea, you'll jot it down. But most of the time, it's like things just pass in conversation. You know, it will be a good bit, and you won't remember it a couple of days later. That's why you gotta write shit down. Mitch Hedberg, man, my man, uh, one of my favorite Rip. jokes. Fucking, my job is to write things down that I think are funny. So if I don't have a pen, I have to find a pen or convince myself what I thought of isn't funny. <laughs> Shouts out to him, dude. He's a legend, le- an absolute. Legend, his yeah. cadence, the madman, the best, ever. yeah, the best. Shouts out, Hannibal is very similar to oh, Mitch yeah. in that uh, style of like, man, I don't know what's going on. You know, it's like uh, carrots. Yeah. Why are we talking about carrots? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like carrots, man. <laughs> that, that was pretty. They're good. orange. I don't like that color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my Hannibal. Uh, so that's great. You know, I'm glad that you still like you know there is an addiction right there's a want to do it it's oh, a it, yeah. especially when you kind of use that and it becomes a form of expressing 
yourself and how you actually feel and just airing out your grievances with people that, you know, are there to listen to other people's grievances. Yeah. Which can make it easier to do than, like, in a group of friends or something like that. And that's kind of why I became addicted to it. It was therapeutic in it some form. It is, for real. And yeah. Coming up here, like, the last, the last time I did stand-up was a girl broke up with me. Yeah. And I went to Brainwash, a place I told you guys you should yeah. definitely go and check out. And that's, you know, a place where you could go literally buy a beer. You don't have to, but buy a beer, sit there, sign up on a list, and within... 30 minutes to an hour you could go on and do like five minutes like you know no holds barred like there might be five people in there actually watching you four of which <laughs> might be another comedian and one guy doing fucking laundry but yep. i just went up there and started rambling there's like 15 people when i was there i made like two good jokes but then it just took a dark spin baby sure. <laughs> yeah, at least he but started off some guy bought me a light. beer after because he was like yo you started off hot you know you really uh, drowned out i was like well thanks he's like but you seem sad so here's a beverage oh that's pretty yeah. good beautiful yeah i highly that recommend paid. that place you should you guys should go there tonight for sure that's more than most comics will get paid yeah a beer, yeah, a <laughs> yeah, beer. yeah exactly well hey i'll take it i'll take it um yeah. so for sure well i'm i'm glad that you're up here uh, yeah, i think thanks, that you man. should go and definitely try to do a couple minutes uh definitely if you look up for anybody listening to this that's in the Bay Area that actually like enjoys comedy, even if you want to just go and see his show, open mics, anything, there's a Twitter profile called SF Bacon, um, and it's San Francisco Bay Area Comedy Network. Oh. And basically they tweet out every night. Hopefully it depends if Matt can slap it together. Matt Gruber the guy who puts it together. But they tweet out a list on Tumblr that's every free show, every cost show, every comedy show, whether it's open mic or like an actual, you know, like Moshe Kasher headlining a show or something like that. Everything, every day. So you could go and do as many open mics as you want because, yeah, there's a good community up here. This is where alternative comedy kind of got its start, if you will. You know, people like Marin. Yeah. All those dudes that like lived up here in the, in the 90s. This is the alt scene yeah. for Greggy sure. Proops. And uh, yeah. Anyway. Love comedy, dude. Hell yeah. Don't I'm we glad, all? Yeah, and like, especially all three of us, you know, we, we vibe on that big time. So I'm glad that you're doing it. I'm glad someone else said I knew, like, you know, gave yeah, it a man. real shot. Pound my fist again. I'm Boom. all about it. So, Trevor, limits, would huh? you have uh, any questions for Neil? Yeah, man. I do. Who's Dick Bong? All right, man. Richard Ira Bong. Yes. Uh, since knowing you, I have also come to know this man. This is my my favorite things in the world. It keeps me going some days. Can you just, Richard can you Ira just, Bong? Can you man. just tell uh, a little the people a little bit about uh, Richard Ira Bong? What he means to you? What he means for America? He's an American hero to the fullest extent. He killed forty men. Yes. In World War Two, flying planes, dude. <laughs> that. Oh, that's what he Shot said. him down, man. That. If he was on the battlefield, it'd be like, hard claim, but then the airplane, no, the airplane sick. Airplane, that's dude. actually, like, pretty cool. Dick Bong. Dick Bong grew up in, like, <laughs> Iowa or some shit and then went to war and did all the missions he was required to do. Facts. But he was so good at it that he was like, you know what? If I don't take this super dangerous mission, one of my buddies is going to take it. So he would basically take suicide missions over and over again just so no one else had to. And he'd come back and be like, yo, yeah, that's 37. Put that shit on my plane. (laughs) Killed another, you know, and like... And then Dog after bites. the yeah right forty even I think that was when he's like you know what this is this looks good <laughs> like, I'm officially yeah. a serial killer right and then, I have uh, mass numbers he got to go back home and he started living in North Hollywood died no-ho, there as they call motherfucking no ho died in a random lot in North Hollywood that's now like a CVS. And As the most of random ones are. Yeah. Died doing what he loved, dude. He Facts. blew up in a motherfucking plane, dude. He Did was he crash? piloting new oh. planes. He was like 
all right, you guys don't have any more people for me to kill. Do you have any crazy planes I can drive? Like, Sounds like a Howard Hughes type. Yeah, dude, he was the original Paul Walker. Blue <laughs> up loving what he did, man. So I'm not even mad. But he was 24 years old. When he died? When that, he died, 24 shit. years old. And he had already killed 40 men, owned a house in North Hollywood, and would fuck bitches all the time, I'm sure. <laughs> like, like 10 a week or something, you know? Facts. So yeah. why is this an important character to you? Nobody talks about him because his name is Dick Bong. I'm never going to be brought up. Speaking on his for like the past year and a half has been just to just spread awareness of Dick Bong, and I just think that this is a perfect platform. Dude, let's I don't that film. I don't bang yeah. for any Dick American Bong, veterans. Man. I don't bang yeah, for any wars. I don't bang for anything, anything right? like that. Uh, but I just, you know, Dick Bong, I just thought I'd hero. help a buddy out and let you get the word out there. Well, I love it. Thank you so much. That was yeah. a beautiful, beautiful tale. I felt that it could be like a P.T. Anderson movie if it wanted to be. Side note, his nicknames were the Ace of Aces Ooh. and Bing Bong. Sick. <laughs> Yo, Bing Bong. Uh, Trevor, what's your <laughs> That sounds like a guy that's killed 40 <laughs> men. American hero, Bing Bong. Bing bong. <laughs> Drop it, Trev. What's your next question for him? How about this? Uh, do you? This is an earnest question because I kind of don't. Do you remember how we met? Actually, I remember when it was junior um, year of high school, probably. It was senior. Oh, senior year. It was yeah, senior yeah, yeah, right, near right, right, the right. end of senior year. Well, that's when I would have met you too. Yeah. And I left my jacket on the table, and you were like, "Oh, this is Neil's jacket." But how did I know your name? Because I sat down at the table. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I was a weirdo, dude. Oh, sure. I was I th yeah, you like probably. I think you just came up to dude, us. Yeah, yeah, my little. I was like, I know, I know Croy a bit. Oh, shut so up, I was like, <laughs> dude, I forgot about that yeah, guy. Yeah, dude. dude, I've seen him around a bit. He's doing good. But Shuts, dude, that guy had two full sleeves of tattoos in, and a neck tat, in like school. in senior <laughs> year. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> fully tatted. Cool guy. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Super chill. High pain tolerance. Yeah, <laughs> to list his accolades. He's, he's a he's a barista in Where Long at? Beach City. Oh shit! Boom, Fourth boom, Street, boom. somewhere in a hot spot. McCobbs. McCobbs. Oh baby, hey, I know McCobbs. We know McCobbs. McCobbs hey, man, I used to do an open mic there. Yeah, I was about hey, to say I've been yeah. to an open mic there. Uh -huh. I've been. I used to go there a couple times. Chocolate Tuesdays. Was no, that no, no. Chocolate <laughs> Tuesdays was a whole different fucking story. Have you ever <laughs> heard that story? Nah. I'll briefly tell it. Uh, yeah, basically, I did a stand-up set at a bar, and I like entered through the back, and my friend from OCC was like the college that you know the yeah. community college I started, at. and then. It was literally, um, hey, come and do the show. Like, last-minute text. I rode my Vespa over there. My moped wasn't nice. a Vespa. I wish it was, so I can have yeah. some name alliance. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I rode my motorcycle. <sighs> I can't even call it a motorcycle. <laughs> I rode my little scooter to uh, this event, and I go through the back, and he's like, all right, you're going to go and do it. And, like, he was like a Mexican dude. He's super chill. And I, like, you know, opened the door, and he's like, okay, you're going on in five minutes. And I was like, oh, fuck, okay. And yeah. I'm like, you know. I look like I just flown somewhere because yeah. my face is all fucked up. I had a helmet on and they sent me on stage and I didn't know what the show was like called Chocolate Tuesdays and it was a all black and Latino oh crowd. Oh my God. And I, let's just say I don't have a lot of jokes that aligned then with uh, oh. the community. Um, it was a lot of about how like sad and how everyone uh. <laughs> So they don't like that. I wasn't like, you know, you know what I hate? <laughs> like, you know, women. <laughs> like, you know, I could if I put the cadence on it, maybe, but you know, it was more Still. like, you know, girls don't really like me that much. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, 
I love how you guys met. That's a beautiful thing. But did, how did you become friends? I think uh, it was graduation, like the ceremony. I oh, thought the we album like, by Kanye West. It was Great. also my birthday. Which, oh, yeah, wow. which was I your graduated birthday. Graduated on my birthday. And I, beautiful. I think I, because from that one interaction where you just kind of came and hang out with us one time, and like you know how the graduation is, like you're just kind of like paired up. Yeah, yeah. You're just like randomly associated with groups of kids from your grade. I don't know how they do it, but like. When you were when you're seating or whatever, and I just remember you, you were sitting by us. I was like, "Oh, Neil, like, what's up?" And he's like, "Hey, man, I got a new bong. It's my <laughs> birthday. You want to come over after the? Yeah, you like, you want to come over after this?" And I was like, "Yeah, man. Yeah, I fucking do. Yeah." And a friendship was born, dude. Yeah. I uh, I remember meeting Neil at his house with you and Andrew Parsons, and yep. we came over. Yeah. I think probably used that new bong. Probably you had the first. Marijuana plant I'd ever seen in real life that I touched like you know you see it in music videos films I'm talking about it I don't give a I'm fuck I'm cool with it yeah but yeah you had the first marijuana plant I had ever seen and I like touched it it was beautiful uh, interaction nice. it looked at me yeah it was yeah. great and uh-huh. then me and Andrew Parsons I played the bass and yeah. he was playing <laughs> keyboard and he's making songs freestyle <laughs> in the kitchen for like three hours hey that was I I love to slap I even brought the tambourine out I think for a second on that one you have beautiful dogs by the way too I just uh, want to let you know yeah I love my dogs yeah, so much I'm a big fan what kind of just shout them out real quick give the breed type I know. got uh, my dog Jackie. Oh, she's Jackie a black Hyla. lab mix. Ooh. I think she's mixed with Pitbull. And then we kind of like have two dogs because our neighbor's dog hangs out a lot. Dallas. Dallas. He's a healer or some shit. Oh, wow. It's a beautiful when you guy. get him wet, he looks about as skinny as a broom handle. Oh, wow. He's the poofiest dog ever. So he looks big and he's so quick. But yeah, those are my doggos. Doggos? Shouts out. Well, we always ask a question to. Actually, let's add two questions here, right? Okay. I'm going to do one more. We're going to do a tight six, all right? We're get, all you right. did a good job, so we're going to let you go a little bit over on yeah, the time. Not too you many know, people you're killing it. So I want to do a comedy bang, 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 bang. So it's pretty much literally a rehash of a question asked on the podcast, comedy bang, bang, a would you rather question from comedy bang, bang, that we call comedy bang, 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 because it's a reiteration. But... I found a really good one, so I really want to ask this to both of you and get your answers. So would you rather have to get married in 30 days to inherit $100 million, but you're also becoming an alligator, (laughs) or spend 16 hours a day fighting off LARPers? Alligator. Alligator? You're going to become an alligator? Alligator. Dude, you don't want to be around the day. You don't want to be around LARPers, dude. For 16, 16 hours of hours defending yourself. That's a miserable existence, that dude. Is, you could probably spend $100 million pretty quick before you become an alligator. That's what I'm saying. And if she's down for that alligator dick, that crocodile dick, slide it in. Dude, then you're down. If she loves you for you becoming an alligator, then you've got 100 mil. You become you're a reptile. Chill. You know, you could buy yourself a sick enclave, like a little pool. Hey, you can buy like alligator shoes forever, yeah, for your feet. Alligators Ooh. push a hundred every day. Like, yeah, they've got the they teeth do. too. Yeah, regrowing. Yeah. No yeah. dental. Think of all I the shit. S- think of all the extra oh, shit you yeah. can eat. I, now I kind of yeah. want to be an alligator. Yeah. Dude, Honestly, de- death roll on that pussy. I don't know. I think I'd rather fight off the larpers. Something a little bit more epic about that. I think personally, for me, I would love to just beat the shit out of like people with foam swords for sixteen hours a day, dude. If I don't, I mean. Where are they but coming that's from? Like How whole, that's your yeah, whole existence. I yeah, I wouldn't. That's not. That's, a, like that's not that bad for me. You know, if they come at me like one at one on one, like maybe they, one just yells and it comes down the street, and then I have to fight them off. I would love. Think of be the a, smell of the larp or of me of the larpers. Do you think of the smell of an alligator, think, uh, dumbass? 
They yeah, smell but when like I'm blood. an alligator, yeah. when I'm an alligator, that's not like a thing. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's, true. that's true. But when I'm like, you know, I'm free from the pains of human consciousness and <laughs> <laughs> desires and whatever. Yeah, but I'm dude. living human I'm just, consciousness. I'm just I'm trying in to battle. no. If I'm a gainer, I'm just chilling in the swamp. You know, <laughs> a little swamp the boy basking, some oh, moonshine. No. The fucked Easy, up thing dude. about Being this. Being a gator seems sick. The second one would be way SF easier State if gators. you were an alligator. <laughs> Oh, I like that reference, bitch. All right. We'll ask this last question. All right. So you're going to go gator. You're going full gator. Full gator. I'm oh. going to go LARPers, dude. I want to I'm going to nah, f- I'm going to wield an axe. I need the money. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just go gator. <laughs> go gator. Well, I love it. So we like to ask one final question on Type 5 for people that don't know. This is a legendary question that we ask on the end of this segment every time <laughs> all the forums all the all forums the internet, they, the internet they love it they need to know crazy. it they need to know every it every time we <laughs> drop one of these questions Neil if you had 24 hours to live so you're gonna die at 24 hours where would you be 23 hours from now yeah god damn um it could be quick it could be fast it could be you know I don't know I've always wanted to try skydiving and like so fucking probably skydive on a plane or in the middle of the air. Would you just choose to not pull the parachute and just fall? And cause nah, it's I'm like gonna you're gonna die, die anyways. Yeah, like, might, might as well, as well die cruise. Falling, dude. Nah, I think parachute probably be fun. Yeah, I'm actually, probably <laughs> 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 fun. Jump out a plane? I'm not gonna like crash. You know, if I just disintegrate, like that's how I picture. Right, you know, the twenty. Cool. You just like turn yeah, into dust in a moment. Right. And then like this tr- clock struck, and I started. To, that'd be yeah. chill. You turn into an alligator. Oh, <laughs> you degenerate. Yes. Into it. Your human consciousness is gone. You so you technically die. So skydiving. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Yeah, we haven't had. He that. spends the, the the like you know 23 hours up until that moment booking yeah. the skydiving trip. He's like he's like he's where can I go in the local Bay Area <laughs> to skydive? Beautiful. So this is the part of the show where we like to ask a couple of listener questions. You guys can always submit questions to twobrokefortherapy.com slash submit. Just go to twobrokefortherapy.com slash submit. <laughs> guys, you can always send questions at twobrokefortherapy.com slash submit. There we go. <laughs> submit to my suggestion of submitting questions. But yeah. definitely send some questions. We got a couple of good ones this week. We want to shoot past Neil. Uh, you guys can also always find a link to that on our Twitter, stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, we really like it when you guys ask questions. So thank you for everyone that's been doing so. Uh, I know Trevor posted a hot little tweet about um, the <laughs> questions and we got one. So we're going to answer that one for yeah, sure as well. That's my pinned tweet. So if you don't want to go to the website because you're a dumb dumb, dumb, you can go to my Twitter and click it. But like, that's probably more effort. So <laughs> let's uh, let's start with the first one, right? Um, this one's pretty easy. Just don't go too big with this, if you know what I mean. The name is Shelly. The question Ooh. is question. Shelly Duvall, yeah, yeah. angel. Ooh. And the message is share a defining moment in your life. Now, this is a very broad question, right? So why don't we share our first memory? Oh, I easy. I got... Because that is I a defining moment. I've, That's the first yeah, thing you remember. I wonder if I've told it on the podcast. Yeah. No, talk about it. Oh, I definitely know what my first memory is. I was, I'm like three or four probably. My mom, I'm in a stroller and my mom is like exercising, like jogging down PCH or something like Sunset Beach area. And I'm like with me in the stroller. And I just remember thinking, this sucks. I want to go home. <laughs> That's my earliest memory, and I think that that has set the stage for the entire rest of my life, dude. Like, I I feel that so deeply at all times, dude. Well, I love it. Thank you. That's great. Kind of. <laughs> I enjoy it. That's a first good memory. Yeah. Neil, do you have one? Yeah. I remember drowning 
for a minute. I was about to say, are you still under the water? Nah. Uh, it, this was, is it was definitely for like a couple seconds. I think that might be my earliest memory. I called. No story, no context? Uh, I walked into a pool. Because <laughs> 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 I was little. And then my parents had to be like, oh shit. <laughs> Let's rescue our child because he's an idiot. Yeah, I'd jump into a pool if I was a baby. That thing looks appetizing uh, as fuck. Yeah, so, but could be jello. And that might be my like earliest memory was my- like, oh, this is what because I remember all the lights because <laughs> it was nighttime and lights. Were, I was like, this looks cool. Like <laughs> yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't panicking really, but like, just remember the chaos. That everyone around was freaking out, but I was like, this is chill. <laughs> <laughs> my first memory, um, my first memory is very paired with the possibility of death as well. I was at home hanging out by myself, you know, looking for things to eat as I usually did as a child, some snacks. And I found a, a penny. And, you know, as a kid, you really don't really decipher the concept as a three or four-year-old that not all coins are made of chocolate. <laughs> so I grabbed a penny, which looked like an unwrapped little coin, you know, and popped that shit in the back of my throat, started to uh, try to swallow it, and it got stuck. Oh, fuck. And my dad runs in the room and is like, what's so wrong? And I'm like, you know, convulsing, and I like can't breathe. I'm freaking out. So he can't get it out of me. He tries to Heimlich me. He tries to go in my throat and grab it like a little crab man. And then, yeah. <laughs> shouts out to my like name is Earl. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I was like, ah, ah. <laughs> and he was like, fuck. So we had to drive to my mom's hospital, which, you know, they have like, I guess, a throat extraction method. And yeah, a doctor put his dick in my mouth and shoved the penny <laughs> into my stomach. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but a guy, uh, I believe my godfather, Jacques, Dr. Jacques Swajin, Goes in, pulls out the penny from my throat, which, I mean, that was like a, f- an, I had it in my throat for an hour. And my oh dad my was God. like, remember that scene in Reservoir Dogs where <laughs> Tim <laughs> Roth is sitting in the back of the car, bleeding out, and Harvey Kittel's like, you're okay, man, you, blah, blah, blah. That's how it felt. My dad was like, telling me I was okay, but I was like, <gasps> and penny gets out of my throat. My godfather looks me in the eye, and he goes, you know, Abraham Lincoln almost killed you. <laughs> and then for the fir- next, like, five years, I was terrified of Abraham Lincoln. I was like... <laughs> That's my first memory. I thought I was going to die, for sure. Yeah. Um, that. Shell Bell. And then we have a new question with no name. So what, what, what are the name of your dogs again? Jackie and Alice. Allie, Alice Jackie <laughs> asks. <laughs> Dallas. Dallas. Oh, Dallas. Jackie Dallas. Jackie, Jackie Dallas. Dallas. Asks. Porn name. Ooh, that's what I was thinking, too. Moving to, a new, moving to a new city. I'm moving to New York in two months. What's your advice for moving to a new area, especially an area in a big city like New York or San Francisco? Have some homies that already live there. Exactly. <laughs> if you have a couple friends, that's always going to be a bonus. Like, yeah. I would be, I would have drowned in San Francisco if I didn't have, like, Steven and Sam and, like, you know, help getting like a job through that and shit. Like it, it's fucking rough, dude. Like uh, it's like, you yeah. have to like, I don't know, be an adult for the first time, especially in a place that's hella like, you know, the bigger the city, the less forgiving it is. And it's just like, especially out here. I definitely agree with you on that. Like you gotta like, yeah, I, don't, I'm I had Corey and Sam, so they were a good like route. Or I definitely agree with you on that. I had Corey and Sam, which definitely helped me. Like Sam was, really good at introducing me to a lot of people and like getting me more comfortable in like the downtown aspect of the city and Corey was just always there for sure to kick it and like hang out and like always you know he was always down to do something fun and yeah definitely helped and from them I gathered a lot more friends as well as getting a job I think having a job is a big important thing like get a job and like invest in that group of people like definitely like 
try to hang out with people. They're going to introduce you to others. Like, find the people that are like-minded to you and kind of, you know, just like you would in high school, stick with them. And, you know, you're going to meet a lot of people. You could meet a love interest. You can meet anybody. It's it's a big city is never a I it's mean, it never is never as big as you think. Yeah, it's They're never not. as big as you think. They're and tiny. Yeah, still. you're gonna run into the same people quite a bit. Yeah. So just carry yourself as politely as you can, and you know, just do you. Like, don't you're moving, so you can kind of have a fresh start. So you might like, you know, if you finally have an opportunity to just like invest yourself in everything that you're really, really into, which is probably why you're moving in the first place. Definitely find like-minded people and try to surround yourself with them, and from there you might meet people of another type of mindset, and then. Bada boom, bada bing. Culture. Know which areas not to go to and when. Some places are chilling the day, but you don't go there at night. And some places you just don't go. So figure out where those are because that'll save you some fucking headaches. (laughs) I completely agree with that. I say anybody that you meet that you have a casual conversation with, a good icebreaker, a good conversation starter, and a good uh, thing to find out information-wise is bada boom, bada bing. Where's your favorite place to eat in the city? Yeah, You always get a good reference. You always talk. Food is... What I've always described is like, you know, the cultural equalizer, right? Like yeah. everyone likes food. Everyone appreciates food. Essential. Everyone can eat another culture's food and be like, I'm into that kind of food. So, papiosas. You know, papiosas. <laughs> but yeah, just ask somebody where they like to eat. And then, you know, you can get a couple different recommendations out of it. Cool places to check out. I mean, I would never have gone to Zeitgeist if no one told me about it, you know? Yeah. So we don't have, I don't have half my spots unless I went and explored. And then I like to share those spots with other people. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my advice. I also think outside of that, just really explore. If you've moved to like LA, it's hard because you're in a car most of the time and you just go to different pockets of areas. Yeah, car is essential and you're yeah. going to have to get used to traffic. But in New York, take a fucking subway stop, go to a random place like in daytime and walk around, explore the area, you know, get a plate, like get a bite to eat somewhere and maybe claim a, a new food spot for you when you're in the area. You always want to know where you're at in a place that's like central to go to. Flex on everybody that's back home too. Just flex hard. Yeah. Just no. make them, just make them miss you. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a big thing. It's like, I, I mean, Hey, I agree. And I'm, yeah. Like, like people, I'm, that's people like my petty side, but it's like also like true. Like, you know, a cool thing about moving further away from home is everyone from home is like, oh, wow, he's doing stuff all the way over there. And <laughs> everyone here is like, oh, wow, he's from all the way over there. Like you're cool in both places when you go somewhere far. Yeah. Your, your stock is uh, going to go up no matter what. Yeah. And I think that, you know, moving and being with yourself or like any advice that I can give is just like, you know, use it to work on yourself. Like you're going to have to work on the place that you're living. You're going to have to work on the people surrounding you, but utilize it the most to expand your horizons and see what you like and really like. I mean, you're probably in your twenties knowing if you're moving to a big city and you know, use that time to do it. Yeah. Try to get, yeah. Yeah. And try to get out of like, you know, the culture that you might've been stuck in, in your past hometown. Like I know us leaving from orange County and stuff like that. Like, the most exciting thing about moving up here is we don't have to be around a bunch of like-minded dildos that are all about surfing and drinking tequila in one of the three friends' apartments that actually are not living with their parents. You know? Yeah, exactly. Neil, Yo. ask us your question, baby, and let's uh, get to plugs and do a little bit of recommendations and get into the Xanderwave mix. I'm having a blast, Thumb but I want to know, baby. you know, you're one of the only people that actually has come and asked us a question, so I'm interested to all know right. what you got. Uh, well... I would like to know if you have a sibling. Are you an only child? I do Ooh, have a sibling. I have I a sister. You did. All right, you have a sister? Yeah. How do you two get along? Wow. Uh, my sister and I, we used to get along quite a bit when we were children. Um, I was a dildo brother that, you know, was an older brother, older, so there was yeah. a lot of fighting going <laughs> yeah. on, of course. But 
once we grew up, I mean, we pretty much had to stick together. My parents got a divorce in high school, so that took more of a toll on her than I think yeah. it did me. But I also wasn't around a lot. She's always been kind of a an introvert. She's definitely an introvert. And in high school and stuff like that, I think the social aspect of it kind of took her out of her studies because she's always been a super smart person. And I think that the divorce kind of fucked her up uh, a lot more than it did me. So yeah. she's still very... Uh, a homebody doesn't like to do too much. She actually has started going to college and stuff, which is a big benefit. And I don't know. We get along okay now. Like, we are friends. We definitely talk. We have similar interests. She's definitely smarter than me. And, I mean, I love my sister to death. I would do anything for her. But we definitely don't talk as much as we should. And I think that that's something that comes with, like, me being up here is, like, I really don't talk to my dad and my sister as much as I should. I talk to my mom because, you know, she talks to me. Yeah. And, I, and I love my mom and I love my dad. And, you know, my dad's, like... The I wouldn't be me without my father. Right. And me and my sister and my mom are all open about our vices, all open about like how we like she was here last weekend, you know, she's partying with me, Trevor and Sam. Like she yeah. doesn't give a fuck. Hell yeah. So I have a good culture with my family. Like we are always like a solid unit that are very comfortable around each other. But yeah, we just don't keep up. I think that being a sibling in your twenties is a little bit harder than when you were in high school. And I was always a social but person that would go out and have a lot of friends and like do a bunch of shit and my sister just wasn't so Yeah. I could have helped bring her around a lot, but also I'm, like, hella protective of my sister just because, like, you know, she's my, my little sis, and I know, yeah. know that she can kind of be a fragile flower sometimes. But I love her. Shouts yeah. out to Delaney. Yep. All right. Shouts out. Shouts out to Joe. Yeah. Shouts so Joe. why why do you ask? Do you have, like, a uh, – I know you have a brother, too, right? Yeah, I got my younger brother. How? What's uh, the age gap, if you don't mind? He's 21. So, so he's two years, two years My sister's two years younger yeah, than me, too. too. When my parents divorced, I think it hit him way harder. And yeah. I would be out, and he would always – be around so i could have you know very i was thinking the same thing i should have taken him out around more but uh yeah he's 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 finding his he's doing good he's working now or no he actually quit his job he's not working but he's doing what he wants so fuck it that's um, the thing is that you know they it's gonna take a it's like when you're a kid you have your parents especially being a child of divorces we all are yep you know you definitely get a little bit babied by parents and stuff like that and are like you know it's not so much like a hand-holding, but you can kind of, like, be comfortable just, like, having a parent that might feel bad to kind of take care of you in a way. Yeah. Where... Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know if that can kind of, like, hone, like, oh, I really don't have to do that much in my life or whatever because I'm just, like, still kind of struggling or, like, my parents want me around because they, like, you know, want my time. Yeah. But you hit 20 and you're like, oh, shit, dude, my, like... Shit's going quick. Yeah, I got to yeah. do something with my life. Like, I got to get out or I need to start, like, pushing my life forward so I could provide for myself and stuff like that. And that's mm, something that yeah. I was worried about my sister for quite some time, but now she's making uh, positive movements in good, that direction. Good. And, yeah, Trevor, just on... I know this is a weird transition, but, like, you know, we all had a sibling. What was it like being that's an only child? That's what I was going to ask, yeah. man. And if you wish you ever had a... Or, like, ever wish you had one, you know? Yeah, I, I feel like... Uh, Growing up as an only child is, like, socially debilitating. Yeah. Uh, I, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, like, or also just because I, I'm, like, I was, well, that might be why I'm shy, but, like, it's, like, shy. You know what I mean? Like, you're not, like, interacting with other kids as much, you know? I'm, I'm at home alone playing video games and stuff. It's just, like. You don't have, like, a sibling group of friends yeah, either. Not, yeah, exactly. You're not, like constantly like practicing like talking and shit i don't know like yeah. how to like get along with somebody your age and shit like that so i don't know but like i'm sure it's true that i was uh more spoiled or whatever uh 
I don't know. I mean, I have nothing to compare it to. So I I just been chilling. Yeah, I'm definitely glad I have a sibling. I, I was. Think, uh, uh, oh, go on. Uh, I think that's just why I have I uh, put such a high value on like all my friends and shit. It's like that's what I had. Like, yeah. I didn't have like like I had my mom and my dad, but like you know, family like to me is like chilling with the brass, you know? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, I had yeah. cats, so yeah. I learned how to love. <laughs> I mean, I beat the shit out of Joey a lot. Yeah. <laughs> when you're a kid, dude, you just go full savage. Dude, they would ask for you, though, right, man? Like, he would come in the Maybe room. Oh, no, Joey would come in, dude. He'd just be like, hey, what up, butthead? And then run away. And he'd be fi- uh, fighting words. He, Those he are knew, fighting dude, words. He knew. But butthead was the butthead. end all be all. Yeah, oh, man, I was, I was saying, raged. I was saying, fuck in the fifth grade. I was already there. Right. Oh, dude, me, me, I remember me and my friends would get together like in third, second, whatever grade. Like we'd go to like a remote corner of like the back of the park, and then just like make sure nobody was around watching us, and then we just say every bad word we knew like <laughs> over and over again. We would just be like, like a secret fuck ritual. Fuck. Yeah, we would like. <laughs> A secret society. <laughs> well, we would compare. We'd be fuck. like, "Oh, that's a new one, sick." <laughs> Packer. <All right. laughs> yeah. I heard my dad say it in the car. We, like, <laughs> we wouldn't know what it meant. We just knew it was. Uh, it was bad. Yeah. Well, since we're done talking, being naughty. Uh, <laughs> but we're not done being naughty. If you know what I mean. Hey, 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 pants are coming up. I don't know what to respond to. <laughs> Trevor's <laughs> taking his pants off. Uh, I'm so stoked that you uh, came up here and we got to do this. I think that this was probably the most like cohesive and concise like episode of the podcast we've ever recorded. Yeah. Right. Deeply because, you know, we're, we're all pretty uh, tuned into each other's uh, yeah. wavelength at this point. You've been staying with us for two days, so we're like, we're like you know, on we're, the, we're yeah. on a very sick personal level. And I'm just glad that you're up here, man. Thanks for stopping by. This is the part of the show where we like to give recommendations. So anything that you want to tell people to check out um, that you would recommend, obviously, People just listen to an hour of you talking, so I'm sure that uh, hopefully they value your opinion in some sense of the word. And yeah. Yeah. All right. Right now, I just put out my YouTube special for comedy is 35 minutes. Oh wow! My stand up called "Snakes Are Bad" yes. on YouTube, filmed at the Harp Inn. So. Oh Costa wow! Mesa, California. I gotta check that yeah. out. I didn't know that that was out on YouTube. Shouts out to Russell Ells being the fucking choreographer for that and making it run smooth while I can get stoned and be do, be immature on stage. So. Give me give me uh, the title one more time. Snakes are bad. Snakes are bad on YouTube. On Neil Lockwood. Which which are uh, yeah. Neil Lockwood, right? Yeah, I think it's just Neil Lockwood, or it might be Neilio for show. You know how to spell both of those. Yeah. Neil Lockwood. It's yeah. as easy N-E-A-L. as it gets. N-E-A-L. N-E-A-L. A-L. Right. Hard A. Hard A. No I. No I. Hey, I'm a PHV battler. You know, I'm on my PH yeah. side. Sure, sure. Uh, Trevor, do you have anything to recommend? Uh yeah, I'm on uh the game tip like I have mentioned previously. Just shouts out to Persona Five. Just what a what a fucking fantastic time I'm having, yeah. uh playing this anime video game, where you fight demons, uh go to high school and smooch anime women, <coughs> and also people just do nothing. Shouts out, shouts out to my shouts out to Jarrett, dude. Previous podcast guest, yeah. as you all know, he put me onto this uh. TV show called People Just Do Nothing. Oh, yeah. So good. It's, yeah, I don't know. Fuck with it. Pirate Radio. UK Garage. Blah, blah. I would like to recommend uh, Decor. I've become a, you know, I have my own space, so I'm trying to make it the best it can be, and I'm really into, you know, designing my room right now, so I've just been, you know when you clean your room and it's kind of like a meditative state that you enter and you're just kind of like, 
I'm having a great time doing this because my focus is on everything else. I don't know. So I, that's how it is. No. Oh, not for you. No. That's. But <laughs> but like, yeah, when I clean my room, when I take Adderall. Yeah. See, not not me. <laughs> that's the only time I've ever reached that moment. Yeah. For me, it's just like, oh, I gotta clean something. It lets my mind get off of stuff. It's very nice for me it's to. It's therapeutic. Cleaning. Yeah, it's therapeutic for sure. So because it, it benefits you, you get to see it at the end. It's kind of like you know cooking and stuff yeah. like that to me. So I really have been taking a lot of like. Interest in W W W W Um Dot W. I'm up there. <laughs> 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 Boom. I'm but yeah, I'm really into designing the room and it's been very therapeutic to like take every inch of my space and try to, you know, plan it out because it's the place I'm gonna live for the next year, hopefully even more, and I'm having a good time doing it and it's a great interest, so just shouts out to me having my own space. That's all. Shouts yeah. Like, and I'm glad that we did this house. So I definitely recommend, you know, moving out of whatever dump you guys live in now. And move in with your best friends. That's my recommendation for yeah. real. Move in with your best friends. And all fight over whose sparkling water is which. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Neil, I know you just kind of plugged as a recommendation, but could you also give us a solid, solid, solid? Actually, one more recommendation. This is a hot topic. This has been a big thing on the Netflix, a big thing on the Twitter. 13 Reasons Why. Watched it with the lady friend, a couple episodes deep. I want to ask one reason why does that show exist. Yeah. Boom. I'm just kidding. It's just not. I don't not, know what the hell you're talking it's about. Like, it's like a girl commits suicide in high school uh. and then leaves tapes like a podcast where Ugh. this guy has to listen to it. And there's like multiple people with these tapes and they listen back on why this girl killed herself. Blech. And I'm like, oh, at the end of the show, at the end of the show, exactly <laughs> what I said. And at the end of the show, you're like, I'm like, she's not going to come back to life. Like, is she, <laughs> at the, is the last tape like, um, just in the bathroom at McDonald's. Like, there's no happy ending. No. This guy's going to just life? find out why she killed herself. It's like, she's dead, bro. I get it. She doesn't come back. I don't know. I haven't finished the show, oh, but I am fuck. kind of invested know. to be honest. They, she kind of got me on the tip, but, 13 reasons why, one reason why am I watching this. Let's get into plugs. You just kind of plugged your special, Neil, but where yeah. can people find your social consciousness on the internet, anything like that? I'm on Instagram at Lockwood underscore. I'm on Snapchat at OC underscore Reptar. No, Boom. OG, I'm sorry, OC. OG OG underscore Reptar. And Facebook at Neil Lockwood. I don't really have a Twitter, so hey, you should get on Twitter. You'd be great. Tw- you got it, comedians, yeah, bro. I'm too dumb. I don't get it. Yeah, I'm like, I was felt the same way trying to go through public transit. Oh yeah, yeah. Can't even say that shit. Sorry, Sanderwave kind of was tuning in, plugging in for the mix. Drop the plugs, Trevor. Hey. Do your plugs, Trevor. Oh, sorry, bruv. Yes, yes. Uh, standard. You can always find me at uh, at Alfpogs. Oh, six Simpsons reference, bruv. Thanks, mate. Safe. <laughs> uh, and on Twitter, if you know it, you know it. Uh, I'm, I, don't, I don't know. I don't like my Twitter. I just retweet things now. I don't, I don't really post. Yeah, he went so serious. He went back to the American accent on that one. Yeah. Safe. At Young T Pow on Twitter. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And as always, you can find me, Young Jerry Weinfeld, on Twitter at Stephen Baker eight Stephen with a PH Baker, as in the profession, and eight as in the number, not eight your ass. You can always find me on Instagram at Dat McFly D A T M C F L Y. That's not Sick my real back name. Back to the future reference. Oh, thank you very much. You know, <laughs> you can always find the podcast at TBFT Podcast. You can always find the podcast at TooBrokeForTherapy dot com. You can always submit questions at TooBrokeForTherapy dot com backslash submit. All the old episodes are on there. We've got a Instagram for the podcast, two or T 
T zero zero broke. We follow everybody that has been on the podcast before. So if you want to re-listen to some old episodes, check people out. That's where you can find a list of people that we've had on. Thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, you can check out the podcast at two two two. <laughs> they know no, they no. can check it out. They're listening to it. <laughs> find us on iTunes. Rate, subscribe, and check out Freshly Baked on YouTube. The vlog. Bye. The vlog. Uh, you can find that at. Too broke for therapy. Just search that in the YouTube search engine. It will pop up. We're gonna have some some new episodes soon. I vlog. Oh, he's back to I'm back to it, baby. I'm off. I'm off my oh, trip. Um, but I'm gonna post the vlog about us moving. I'm just gonna post like three vlogs in a day. I think this next week because now that my room's done, I can focus a little bit on that. And yeah, yeah, we got Papusa vlog. We've got a a great Alex Gemetti birthday vlog, and then we have Us Moving, which was filmed over like a week, so I'm super excited to put that out. Thank you guys for listening. Two yeah. for Therapy. Xanderwave is about to drop in. Hold on. Sam, hold on one second. Eskere. Thank you very much, Trevor, for being my co-host on this podcast. Yes, safe, bro. Thank you very much, Neil Lockwood, for being here. You're the best, man. Touch my fist one more time. Thank you for coming up. we got to have you on again. Have a great time. I love you. Yeah. In it. Hey. Xander Wave's coming in real quick. Thump, thump, baby. Thump, thump. Oh, I'm hearing it. Xander Wave. Hey, the ones yes, and twos. Like He's starting to start. Oh, my God. Hey, can he even. Oh, oh, I feel it. I feel it. To be honest, I kind of kind of take a piss. Yeah, I'm a little sleepy. I don't really got. You know, yeah. Xander Wave. Eskete. Come on the mic, Xander Wave. Hey. Hey guys, I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna get start up. I'm gonna start mixing now. I'm gonna start mixing. Yes, Sammy, get in the mix, get in the mix. Oh, on the ones and twos.
oh, 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 oh. Cross stitching these beats, bitch. I will drop from the bass. like an embroidering machine. Too broke for therapy. Sewing up the dance floor. Too broke for therapy. We'll see you soon. Oh. Get it.